my allowed? I did allow you to Thanks. record. Yeah. I appreciate your permission, Master. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Welcome to Mr. Reticle, where we take a theoretical approach to solving mysteries. So click that follow button and join us for this week's Mr. Reticle, the murders of the inf of influencers Natalia Pronina and Alexis Starkey. I'm JP. Uh, I'm Lynn. <laughs> I was like, chew before you finish it. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm excited. Yeah, this one's going to be a little interesting. It's super different from ones that we normally do because instead of it being like one mystery. Sorry, hang on. <laughs> what are you trying to get? About the box, the electronic box. I have no idea what that means. Are you trying to come in? Oh, hang on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You Hello. Guys, you guys have to keep this in the episode. I don't want to. <laughs> this is great entertainment. Keep the record button going. It is. <laughs> I'm not keeping it. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a blooper somewhere. I, wish I had like a parade. Oh, a parade. <laughs> David can play the trumpet. David can play the trumpet. Yeah. Perfect. Franz can play the drums. <laughs> nice. Sorry. That's I honestly okay. don't know what you said before all of that I happened. Said I got distracted. So we can just like restart and just say, Are you I'm so excited. Oh. <laughs> um, we can. <laughs> Uh, oh, I was talking about how it's different. Yes. So this episode is slightly different. It's two murders of influencers that I wanted to, to look into with you. And instead of, um, so like, it's kind of one theme, like influencer murders, but, mm -hmm. it, and they're mysteries. And it's like a whodunit on both of them. Um, on both of them, like it, we kind of lean towards one suspect, like we kind of know who it is, but no one's been charged. Gotcha. And no one. Well, one person was charged in one case, but we'll talk about that. Speaking of people being charged. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Chauvinistic. No, I can't. Chauvinistic. That. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. I, I don't either. Um, well, he was sentenced to 22 and a half years yesterday. It's still like not. So, well, okay. So I was reading an article about it because I wanted to know what the actual charges were. And I tried to do New York Times, but, you know, I used all my free ones. So, yeah, um, he uh, under menace in Minnesota, the like sentencing range for that crime is 10 years and eight months so he's actually serving more time than what minnesota would allow but he's so he has to serve 15 years and then he'd be eligible for supervised release for the remaining seven and a half i think that there are still like i've i saw somewhere that there are still charges pending are there still things that are pending that like is gonna put him in prison even longer so and I also read that he will not be with Gen Pop, at least for 
Oh yeah, no. a little bit. I mean, I mean, he's a cop, so why? Right, right, <laughs> That's right. Literally right. giving someone a death sentence, like. Yeah, yeah, but still, at the same time, like, I don't know. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> I know. I also am a fan of jailhouse justice. But, we can't say that. <laughs> but like, so yeah, jailhouse justice and everything. But also, you're giving him special privileges. Like, you're isolating him for and and protecting him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Well, it's just because I've been seeing like comments and stuff on like Instagram or whatever, and they're all like, oh, jailhouse justice. I'm like, he's not going with Jen Pop, though. Yeah, <laughs> I knew not, at least wouldn't. at first. Like, no, first. they might like start slowly integrating him when mm-hmm. things, but I doubt it. Like, but it's still like he's getting special privileges. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited so, he was convicted. Yeah, me too. That's great. It, I agree. I agree. Um, oh, well. I have uh, no housekeeping or anything. Me neither. So let's jump into this. I do actually uh, have a little bit of, uh, I guess, the investigation on the uh, unidentified flying objects like that came out. And I guess there were like 23 out of 40 something that are still like, I, I'm not giving the right numbers, by the way. Oh, let's say who's making them up. (laughs) The majority of the um, cases that they were investigating still have no ending. Like they still don't have, Mm. no one knows what it is. And I think it was like 11 of them, they said, uh, is technology that they haven't seen before, which doesn't mean that it's aliens. It doesn't, but it it, like, it could be like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) developing things that uh we obviously don't know about quite yet Mm. so yeah in secret absolutely yeah and um and like no i'm not gonna say that (laughs) speaking of go ahead i actually don't remember what i was gonna say it was something oh just about aliens a little bit. Have you watched Unacknowledged? I feel like you no. must have because you're you no. haven't. You no. should watch it. I think it's on Amazon, maybe. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Yeah, you should watch it. It's uh it came out years ago, but it's very it's like ex CIA people talking about alien stuff that has been kept undercover and it's interesting. Anyway, sorry. Continue. That's my recommendation for you. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Russia, oh. our our part one of today's mystery um, takes place in Russia. Yay! So, Moscow is the origin of the crime. Moscow is. <laughs> You're gonna say the origin. <laughs> of time and I was like (laughs) okay (laughs) it is like one of the oldest cities though Moscow Uh, Moscow is located on the Moskva river in western Russia it's the nation's capital it was founded in the year 1147 god damn yeah where is that in relation to other things in Russia no. <laughs> in time. I know what you mean. Like but, how oh. Cleopatra, like how the woolly mammoths still roam the earth when the pyramids are. You built. know, 
when it was founded, it was hang on because I like I remember saw seeing that. Like Oxford College existed before the pyramids yeah. were built. Oh yeah. Just crazy. Which is insane. Um, the first known reference to Moscow is from 1147 as a meeting place of two people that I can't pronounce their names. At the time, it was a minor town on the western border, but I don't know, like... What year is it? 1147. I just want to grasp, like, where we are. The second, it was part of in the Crusades, I guess. Okay. I kind of-ish. <laughs> Well, fast forward like almost a thousand years or so. <laughs> Seriously. And it currently has a population of 11.82 million. Oh my God. I know. That's huge. I know. Uh, LA is like, like almost five, five million. Yeah. So it's like twice the population of LA, like a little over twice the population. Ew, can of LA. you imagine? Although, is it bigger? Is it like a big? Oh, probably. LA sure. is not super huge. So no, it just feels it because there's like mountains, but it's like the furthest you go is like 20 miles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 25. Yeah. So Natalia Pronina, she was 30 years old. She was a brunette and she was living in Moscow, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. She was born in Russia in 1990. Um the exact date and location are vague because she was born about a year before the dissolution of the Soviet Union, which we talked talk about in our episode on the Ukraine. I mean, Ukrainian Ukrainian beheadings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She had been a dancer since the age of six. She was formerly a nightclub dancer. Me and her the same. Yes, I know. That's what like I as I was reading through this and and, and, like looking at everything, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like Lynn. I'm Um, brunette. We're the same age. Like the the nightclub dancer thing. I don't think. I didn't. I have friends that did. But (laughs) she was a a nightclub dancer, obviously not when she was six, um, but whenever she got older. Yeah, she was referred to as the as a master of her sport in ballroom dancing. Ah, get it. She studied dancing and choreography as a teen before attending schools in Moscow. Peers and teachers noted that she was very gifted. Listen, if you stand out for dance somewhere in the world and it's in Russia, you're like top of the top of the line. Like there's no more intense training than there for dance. No. And yeah. uh, she competed in international dance competitions in Russia and the UK, United Kingdom. <laughs> she uh, liked the Russian Open and the International Dance Festival of England. She won first place in the 2005 Winter Stars Championship in Moscow. Good for her. Shit. That's so cool. Um, Natalia formed her own team to perform at VIP corporate parties and elite clubs, including strip teases. She was notably beautiful and appeared on various talk and competition shows like Date with a Star and Open Kitchen, which I think are Russian. So, I mean, they might be European. I don't know. No. She was making good money. Like she was doing yeah. really well for herself. Yeah. Um, she could afford a lot and she was teaching high demand choreography classes. Um, for her. Like- yeah, like you had to book her well in advance. I was like, I'm going to quit dance and talk about crime. So <laughs> <laughs> um, 
She described herself as the leading teacher in the strip or in strip, which I think is like where her studio was located. Yeah. In 2019, she traveled four times to Milan where she had a bunch of fans. She was devastated when the pandemic hit and she couldn't travel anywhere. She loved to travel. Her boyfriend at the time of the murder was named Alexander Kravchenko. Kravchenko. Mm -hmm. Uh, He lived in the Crimea area. Crimea is a peninsula located on the northern coast of the Black Sea in Eastern Europe that is almost completely surrounded by both by the Black Sea. It's due uh, south of Russia. So you have to drive through the Ukraine to get there or Ukraine, Mm -hmm. sorry, um, to get there. It's an 18 hour drive and two and a half hour flight from Moscow. Okay. He was 33 at the time of the murders. Murder. How old is she again? Oh, she's my age. (laughs) Yeah, she's 30. (laughs) So this one's super recent, by the way. We, like, it it just happened uh, six months ago. So December 23rd, 2020, uh, Natalia was returning to her home near Akademicheskaya Metro Station. Beautiful. Thank you. I'm fluent in Russian, obviously. Um, She was with a group of friends, okay? Okay. So she had just left a choreography session. They pull into the parking lot and they were walking into the apartment door. I'll talk about where her friends went after this, but a man, so like there's security footage of this. Okay. Is it, sorry, is it fuzzy, like shitty CCTV footage or like clear? It is, it is shitty CCTV footage, but it's very clear. Like, okay. It, May, it could have been taken on like a ring doorbell or something, you know? Okay. So uh, she pulled into the parking lot. She was walking towards her apartment door and a man calmly approaches her and shoots her twice at close range in the chest. My God. After he shot Natalia, he drops the weapon and flees. A witness recalled a lot of blood everywhere afterward. Shortly before the murder, the assassin released a stun grenade to distract her friend's attention from the actual shooting. Interesting. The whole thing was caught on CCTV footage. Yeah. The assassin was dressed in a hoodie with the hood up, wearing a mask and glasses. He, was, he used a non-lethal self-defense gun that was redesigned for shooting with real bullets. Which I think that we've talked about before, like how people can do that. No. So what is a non-lethal? Is it like a, like what a BB gun would be? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like a BB you're gun. only going to kill somebody if you hit them like right in the right spot. Right. Yeah. And so this was redesigned and made for real bullets. So he like. Interesting. Yeah. How, sorry, last question. And yeah. You probably don't know the answer and that's okay. How easy is it to get guns? Because I think in my mind, like in America, we're like, oh, you know, getting a gun is like, go to like a gun you could go to fucking Walmart and get one. Yeah. But like, is it, what is it there? You know what I mean? I think it's pretty much the same thing. I think they have the same stance on guns, um, like right to carry and stuff like that. I don't know for sure, for sure, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's the same over there. Just curious, like how simple that is. Right. I yeah. think that it's reasonably easy to get a gun, um, yeah. especially a BB gun. Yeah, that's less because people use those to just like shoot squirrels and whatever right. that are like chewing on their wires and stuff. Exactly. So um, she was rushed to the hospital and underwent surgery, emergency surgery, and died two hours later. 
Yeah. Oh, Natalia. 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 Yeah. Mm. I love um, that name. All those nat nat names. Yeah, I love pretty. the name Natalia. I love that name. Yeah, it's pretty. Things to note: Rumors started circulating that Natalia was seen was seeing a wealthy married politician over the summer. The rumor claimed that the wife found out about the affair. It's believed that he was a member of parliament who trained in martial arts. Um, one of the newspapers reported that. I think they were trying necessary. to narrow it. I think oh, okay. they were trying to narrow it down without saying the name. Um, uh, it's like, is that a necessary detail to the story? <laughs> The report said that they had been dating until this summer when the MP's wife learned about the affair. The report also claimed Natalia faced threats from the woman. Okay. Natalia's boyfriend claimed that she had a stalker in one of the interviews. In another interview, he claimed that she had a debt of around 8,000 US dollars. I wish my debt was that small. <laughs> well, like she had a debt to someone, like um, someone loaned her like about thousand dollars. Yeah, not like a like a college or right, <laughs> <Okay>. right. <laughs> Another friend um, named uh, Valeria said that she had no enemies and that she could say that with absolute certainty. Uh, she had many admirers, though, and Valeria thought that it could be one of them, like one mm-hmm. of her followers, one of her, you know, admirers. Yeah. She said that men always clung to her, and it is possible that one of the rejected fans could have killed her. Valeria also said that she didn't have any serious relationship at the time, despite her boyfriend, and she wasn't the type uh, that would dream of a white dress and a bunch of kids. Her work was her life. Natalia died one day after posting on her Instagram. The picture was captioned with a message of hope and vigor. She wrote, winter outside, the city is special. Great weekend. Happiness is there is when there is someone to wish good morning, good night, and just know that they are, are waiting for you and ha- you have much to hurry. Did she write it in English or in Russian? No, Russian. Oh. So it's probably just like weirdly translated, translated weirdly. weirdly. Yeah. So, but she had just posted that and then she died a day later. So, mm. kind of, yeah. So, um, also another example as to why you can't just reject men and tell them no. I know. I <laughs> know. Put that out there. Like people like, just say no. I'm like, and Not then get easy. murdered. No, thank right. you. <laughs> you never know which ones are the ones that'll be very nice about it or which ones yeah. are going to go, okay. Yep. <laughs> so um, let's go into theories for Natalia, and then we're going to mm-hmm. jump into our U.S. influencer case. So the member of parliament is theory number one. Yes. Allegedly, they met at one of her VIP performances. Authorities did investigate this angle. Contract killings in Russia recently hit a record high. Between 500 and 700 Russians a year are killed by uh, contract killings. Yeah. That is such a high number. <laughs> Yeah. Where are all the hitmen? Uh, where do you find them? <laughs> no, but like, where do you? I is, there, is I, it an app? <laughs> like, it must be like Grinder for <laughs> hitmen. <laughs> anyway, they all get interviewed in a bathtub, like the guy in <laughs> Tiger King. <laughs> Oh, he's like in sitting in the bathtub doing uh-huh. the interview, like, and then I drove to Florida. <laughs> yeah, um, that's hillbilly hitman, though. <laughs> yeah, that's Florida. 
the boyfriend, Alexander Kravchenko, uh, he denied any involvement, and he apparently was working in Yalta on the Crimean Peninsula at the time. Police never ID'd him as a suspect. Okay. So he was like 18 hours away at the time. It doesn't matter if you're hiring someone to do it. Right. Just, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Could it be the stalker? Natalia apparently complained about a migrant worker from a nearby construction site. He had been harassing her repeatedly, which is like something super similar to what we hear about in the U.S., like mm-hmm. um, that construction workers, stuff like that, like just constantly. Like stereotypical. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like for women that are models and outwardly, you know, are are super, super beautiful and they always have, have themselves made up and things like they're probably constantly harassed. Yeah. In February 2021, the other mistress of a powerful businessman was arrested. Mm-hmm. Psychologist Alina Sosnovskaya, who Lovely. was, who, thank you, who was You're around welcome. 40, was arrested and accused of organizing a hit on her. Uh, so she was a mistress, allegedly, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, on her boyfriendish, um, uh, mistress, her affair partner, her affair partner's <laughs> mistress, Natalia. Wait, she's who's who? Wait, who's the mistress? They both are. Uh, okay, of this of this business. So person. Natalia wasn't presently the the mistress. Like she okay. was dating this Alexander guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is separate from the member of parliament. Okay. So it's not the guy that's in Parliament. He's just a very successful businessman. He obviously has more than one mistress. And so another one of his mistresses took out a hit, allegedly, right? She was Uh arrested. No one's been prosecuted. Convicted, convicted, right. Um, And this all happened, like, pretty quickly because I had this earmarked to do. And then, like, we went into the octopus stuff, right? Yeah. So then this came up and I was like, oh, wow. Like. There's more to it. Yeah. But it's not heavily reported. So, and, it, and this is Russia, and I don't know how much, like, Russian news we can get. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. know how accurate this is. But four men were also arrested. She had allegedly asked her, the, the businessman, to hire a hitman to kill Natalia, but he refused. Mm-hmm. He's never been named. So then she went... To find an assassin elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So. The app. Get the app, girl. <laughs> right. She got the app. Got the merch. No. <laughs> That's Natalia Pernina. Do you have any thoughts? I. It's very interesting. I feel. I also kind of had the inkling of like, what if the parliament member was a stalker? Right. Because like, what just, if she broke up with him in the beginning of the summer? Right. She right. starts dating this other dude. Member of Parliament's not over her. Yeah, He's like no, I don't want to go home to my wife. Yeah, I and want you. A little crazy. I think I don't think it's the boyfriend. Which who in politics isn't crazy? Right. I agree. I don't think it's the boyfriend. Even though I think you could hire a hitman and be eighteen hours away, but I don't. I don't know. My gut just says no. It wasn't him. Yeah. So I think, I think either the politician, she broke it off 
he was obsessed and he was like, no, I don't want to be married to my wife anymore and blah, 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 and was stalking her. Or the migrant or just another stalker. It could even be a stalker that she doesn't know is stalking her. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're that in the public eye and known for being like super beautiful and being a dancer and whatever, like I think you would have stalkers. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting case. I, um, I'm sure we'll get updates too. Yeah. And if you want to see, I'll have pictures up and everything and I'll have like screenshots of the CCTV footage. Yeah. Um, But if you want to see the footage, like definitely Google it. It isn't like uber disturbing or anything to watch. Um, Like, yes, you do watch her get shot, but you don't see any like gore or anything like that. Yeah. Um, So. Got it. Alexis Sharkey. So this is our second one. Now, this Mm -hmm. one has been going on for quite some time. I remember seeing things start popping up about it whenever she went missing because I got, uh, I used to live in Houston. And so I got a lot of the alerts. Yeah. And like she died where one of my close friends used to live. And so I was like, oh, wow. Like she was right by one of the bayous and stuff. Yeah. Where I used to like go biking and stuff like that around. (laughs) That's like the, you know, the, did you ever hear of like, I think it was like two summers ago or three, some crazy drunk person drove on like a little league field and hit somebody and killed him oh and he God. and he was uh he was guilty of hitting a small child like back in the 80s and killing oh, her wow. while he was drunk driving so it was like whatever so this drunk lady was driving around on this baseball field hit this guy and then killed him i think he was the coach or he was somebody and then um it turned out that he had like confessed to this to being the drunk driver that killed this little girl that no one ever found him it sounds familiar it was like I remember it being on the news and I just saw it on Instagram and I was like oh my god because it's literally around the corner from my dad's house like the baseball the baseball field is literally like on the other side of the woods like we can hear when I sit at my dad's you can hear baseball games happening yeah of just like a little league field or whatever but wow yeah shit's crazy when it's like right by you (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah um alexis was an influencer living in houston uh she was born january 25th 1994 she grew up in baby yeah she was young yeah uh she had two younger sisters she grew up in northwestern pennsylvania which um i grew up in central pennsylvania so it was so many connections you have yeah, yeah she went to Pitt, which i went I have a lot of friends in Pitt, but I went to college in Pittsburgh. She was studying biology, nutrition, and psychology. Uh, She graduated at the top of her class and moved to Odessa, Texas. Yeah. I don't know why she would move to Odessa, but. Isn't there nothing there? Yeah. Um, And she got a job at Twin Peaks, which is similar to Hooters. It's just uh, Um, like, it's it's kind of like a wings. (laughs) I know. That's what I always thought whenever I went, whenever like I I would pass by it, I'd be like, oh, this show. But no, it's. (laughs) Like Hooters. Yeah. She had just moved to Houston in January, shortly after she got married. Uh, Her husband was Tom Sharkey. She met him while working at Twin Peaks. Tom was a regular there. So he worked as he worked as a consultant in oil and gas. So he would like travel a lot. So he was in Odessa and he would just go in. And he probably had money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
He was in his mid forties. Um, they got engaged in 2019. She shared her life. He sounds like a winner. Yeah. She shared her life, travels, and experiences through her Instagram page. She had over 23,000 followers. She was 26 years old at the time of her death. She left her job at Twin Peaks and started working at, a, uh, at an MLM. Uh, Monat Hair Products. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Me neither. She became an executive director in 2020 of Monat. In Early 2020, uh, November 2020, sorry. In early November 2020, Alexis went to Tulum with some friends. Her husband didn't go, which is fine. Like, you don't have to always Why does he want to hang out with 20-year-olds if he's in his 40s? Right. So she decided, so she went to Tulum. She came back. She decided not to go back to Pennsylvania to her home for Thanksgiving, but told them that she would be up for Christmas. She didn't spend Thanksgiving with Tom, her husband, but went to her friend Tanya's. Tanya Ricard met Alexis through Bumble's friend feature, which is interesting. I didn't realize that they had like a. There are apps too that are for like friendship, meeting friends or, or groups of people that have I like had no similar idea. interests and stuff. Yeah. Love that. I didn't know Bumble did it, but I know that there's those apps like exist. She, they had Thanksgiving dinner together uh, the night before Alexis went missing. Like they had met on the Bumble app for like a, a while ago and they yeah. became close friends. Aww. Um. She left Tanya's at 12 a.m. and went to a bar with another friend until 3 a.m. Alexis went back to Tanya's, got her stuff, and then went home. However, Tanya was asleep at the time, so she didn't see her. Mm -hmm. Um, She just knows, like, Alexis came back. On Black Friday, which was the next day, obviously, Alexis was silent on what should be a very busy day for Monat. Mm-hmm. She had always encouraged her colleagues to like post sales numbers and social media and like talk and, and stay um, interactive with each other throughout the day. But she was silent. Hmm. Colleagues were sharing sales numbers. No one heard from Tanya. At 5.30 p.m., Alexis, no one heard from Alexis. Yeah, I got it. I was like, Tanya disappeared too? I almost called her Natanya. <laughs> Natanya. Um <laughs> At 5.30 p.m., Alexis's phone sent a message in a group chat with friends, which I think Tanya was in. Mm -hmm. She was asking their plans because she wanted to go out in the evening. Okay. Nothing was posted to her Instagram or social media that day, which is unusual because usually influencers post at least once a day. They share stories throughout the day. The text to friends was the only communication that Alexis made that day, if it was Alexis. Right. At 11 p.m., Tom, the husband, texted one of her friends' boyfriends asking if- This is Thanksgiving or after This is Black Friday. Oh, okay. Got it. Tom texted one of her friends' boyfriends asking if he had heard from Alexis. The boyfriend immediately called Tom because it sounded unusual. Yeah. Apparently, Alexis had gotten into a fight with Tom and left barefoot, and he hadn't seen her since. She climbed over a fence, and a black car picked her up. Tom did later change the story a few times. Allegedly, he told the police she was wearing sweats and running shoes. Another version claimed that she left her phone. Another version uh, said that she took it with her and he used an app to track her down and was following her. I knew he was skeezy the second he was hanging out at the Hooters place and married a 26-year-old. Yeah, the friend (laughs) on the phone felt something was very off, obviously. like he could hear it in his voice something was not quite right listen if you're a regular to a restaurant like that you're immediately a skis ball <laughs> yeah 
Oh yeah, because I mean, there's only one reason that you're going. Because it's, it's not, not the food. No, like, the food isn't like. Yeah, I and mean, no yeah, judgment okay. to the if girls really, that work there. Fucking no judgment thing. at all. Like, I mean, it, yes, that's I know how they, they make, make bank. Like, yes, bank, but exactly. So there's no judgment on them because I've, they're just doing their thing and making judgment it. of the clients. <laughs> judgment of the clientele for sure. Like, no, if you want to go there as an off thing, like once in a while, for sure, do it. Yeah, but if you're a regular there, like you're in your 40s yeah Ew. um so alexis was uh, later the next day on saturday november 28th mm-hmm. alexis was found dead she was naked on the road a few miles from her apartment the fact that she was naked indicates that her killer did not want to get caught obviously Mm-hmm. Um, she had been strangled and this was 17 miles west of downtown Houston. This is all that we know about the murder. So her apartment that she shared with her husband, is that? Yes. Okay. So theories. Yeah. It was the husband. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's, I knew okay. the second you were like, he was a regular. I was like, he did it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's always the husband, especially when he's a regular at a skis bar. Um, Not a skis bar, but like, you know. I get that vibe. That Right. Yeah. Social media pressure for high-profile cases does not help investigations. More people are calling in with false leads or distracting investigators by expressing their frustration with like, oh, you haven't solved, you know, this person that I follow. You haven't solved their murder case, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. So let's talk about the husband. Alexis's friends came forward saying things were not going well in the marriage. Alexis claimed it was failing and she was afraid. Mm-hmm. Friends claimed he was abusive, controlling, and manipulative. I mean, these are all common signs of someone that's a regular at. <laughs> common were... symptoms of being yes. regular. <laughs> what do we call these establishments? Because I don't want to call it Hooters because it's not Hooters. Yeah. A booby restaurant. <laughs> right. They were beginning to split their bank accounts and started to slowly, like, separate, moving apart from each other. Allegedly, there were divorce papers drawn up. So it's also somewhat agreed upon to divorce then. Right. However, here's the twist. Apparently, in Tulum, remember, she went in the beginning of November, Alexis met a guy named Sebastian. Stan? He he was... A hold on, Sebastian's wrote, your alter ego. I wrote, he, I know <laughs> he was a DB in Houston, but I'm trying to think maybe DB? I meant DJ actually. Cooper? I think I meant DJ. Okay. Um, friends agreed there was something going on between the two, but she had never admitted to anything. Sebastian was the one who picked Alexis up after Thanksgiving and took her to the bar. Uh, okay. So the husband part two. Friends also claimed he would strangle her for fun. Like. Friends. Fun. (laughs) Not to like kink shame. Right. So. There's uh, safe ways to do it. Right. You do it. You do it like this. You don't. And with people that you like trust. Right. Could he have strangled her during the hanky panky and then she died? You know, like he accidentally. So I doubt it. Anyway, Tom denies everything, including the divorce rumors. Other theories are that her friends did it. 
and that they're pinning it on Tom. However, why, like, what is their motive? Is yeah. My and then my last theory on Alexis would be that her lover did it, like Sebastian. If let's say that Tom was uh, was being truthful and he was honest, I mean, we have to look at it from yeah. all angles. Yeah. Let's say he did, she did run. Maybe he kept forgetting, like he had been drinking and he kept forgetting what she was wearing or anything like that. Yeah. And she did climb over the fence and she did get into Sebastian's car and Sebastian did take her away. Like, right. That could also be true. And maybe Sebastian was like, listen, you're being hysterical. I'm done with you. And just. That's possible. Cause it is also as much as we said, how skeezy that guy is like, you can be skeezy and not be a murderer. Also. Right. So. Mm, yeah. So my, like my final thoughts on this one are that it's either Tom or Sebastian. Yeah. I don't think it's the friends that doesn't, they have no reason. They have no motive. No known motive. Right. Unless they wanted to be executive directors at Monat. That's very specific. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of is that they were jealous of her, but still, like even then, you don't mur- murder someone over no. jealousy. Like you're no. not. You could undermine them and get them fired or, or anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You ruin their life in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> with pettiness. <laughs> yeah, you be petty about it. <laughs> you murdered their lifestyle with pettiness. <laughs> but it sounds like they were the only ones that actually had her back, and they were there for her. Yeah, and trying to like. Because if you're Help not spending Thanksgiving with your husband, that's also right. like, please, I don't want to go back there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's either Tom or Sebastian. Um, do you have any last thoughts? Do you have any other influencer cases that you can think of? Is there any way that they're, they're connected? both murdered by the same person? <laughs> There's obviously, I mean, yeah. What if Tom was actually like traveling to Russia? You know, he was the businessman and he had women in Russia and he had women in, in Texas and stuff. (laughs) And so he had two mistresses in Russia. Boom, boom. I feel like we're reaching. (laughs) We are. We really are. Because I don't think Russia's big on like oil and stuff. Like he's probably not going over there to consult for oil. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No. Um, yeah, I think I think we've already nailed it on the head, whatever it was. Yeah. I think it's either. I don't think it's the boyfriend for Natalia. Natalia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it could be the boyfriend for Alexis, but I think it's more likely to be the husband. Agreed. Unless like the boyfriend was actually a little bit crazy. Cause if, if his motive is just like, you're hysterical, why not just kick her out of the car? Like you don't have to kill her. You can just. Exactly. Boot her and then just leave her there. Exactly. It's winter in Texas. She's not going to. Well, this past winter was a little cold. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally you're not going to like freeze. Well, this was Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Thanksgiving, you're definitely not going to freeze. Yeah. So I think it was the husband. I think he had motive. Agreed. He's the only one with motive that makes sense, I guess yeah. I should say. Well, if you or someone you know has any information on the murders of Alexis Starkey or Natalia Pernina, 
or you want to share your theories, please feel free to email us at mrreticle at gmail.com. Follow us at Mr. Reticle on G on Gmail, no, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts and tell all your friends about us. Don't play with strangers. And don't trust your government. And don't trust your followers. To her home near, okay. You can do it. Ak- Akademicheskaya Metro Station. I could ask the AC guy. He's from Russia. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he'd be like, oh, like, oh, what if he targeted you because he, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>